This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Bugging out right now, because I cannot believe in the studio is Sheila E. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Are you kidding me? Karen! <laughs> What's up? First of all, <laughs> please tell me you're a vampire. I just think this is my that, thing. That has to be She's it. a vampire. That has you, to be I don't it. understand how you look like this. All of the, you look the damn same, Sheila E. Uh, I don't uh, know what's happening. I'm gonna be 62 in December. Oh Come God. on now. Huh? What you doing? Mm. What May you, we what all you got? be so fortunate. That's and all so I'm saying. God is good. That's huh? all I'm gonna Amen. say. Well, Amen. Time, that right? Jesus is uh, is amazing. Is I'm just he gonna, I just want to just let y'all People know. Just gotta know. Mm. Okay. Mm. So how how did one find Jesus hanging out with Prince? Let's talk. Let's talk. Because he knew Jesus. He knew him. I was hello. People don't know because I had a record in college that you played backwards. Mm. and it scared the hell out of me we were in the room the dorm <laughs> okay. room and it was like the lord is coming soon it was all spooky do you remember that record that you had that be- you- mm-hmm. yeah that scared me and i was like i'm, I'm team michael now that's what <laughs> happened i was like i was unsure it's too much ooga was, booga over i was scared i was like prince on some different stuff all right and thank god for anyway <laughs> god rest his soul he was an amazing Amen. human being yes he was uh, can you share before we get, get into how you got with Snoop, which is another complicated person who I absolutely love. Let me just say, I <sighs> Lord he's amazing. Good. Yes, oh he is. Mm. Give us a story that you haven't told about Prince. Oh, I can't do that. It's in my next book. Oh, okay. Oh, when is this coming okay. out? Is this a new announcement? I need to make some news here today. Yeah, Shall it is I, a new ma- announcement. I'm doing backstage stories. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Come on, Sheila. I'm e. gonna get all the juicy stuff away. Ooh. God, I'm not sure if I could. Do- no, I am. I'm doing. Are it. you really? Yes, I am. Yeah. Can you give us a half a story that's like a cliffhanger that will force us to go buy the book? So just get right up to the, the okay. goods. And okay. so the year is. <laughs> Come on. I, I'm not gonna tell the year. Come on. All right. No. Go ahead. All okay. right. Tell the story. Okay. It has to do with. Another single after Snoop I'm releasing called Lemon Cake, and it's mm-hmm. Post Prince, a song that I wrote that's coming out after this one. The story is we were in the kitchen. Okay, that's what happens. Uh, and I'm like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Damn it. Look, pen poise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, Sheila E., <laughs> who was in the kitchen? You and who? Okay. Prince and I were in the kitchen. Okay. Were y'all clothed? See, that's why I had See, to stop. You, you know what? See, what I, I didn't to... want to ask, but that's I'm why glad I that you are the journalist professional. I'm not. I'm just nosy as hell. <laughs> well, so, did, so what were you wearing? Were, were the cookies baking? Was the no, oven on? I just see you weren't paying attention. I said I saw what you did, but no, I'm not. I'm no, not trying to feel no, it. No, it's what I said. I said the song is called Lemon Cake. Mm-hmm. Ah, see? Oh, so my so goodness. so the and lemon cake is in the oven. We were in the, the kitchen. result of whatever there, happened in the kitchen. But it was lemony. After the pause, there was some cake. Okay, oh, okay. she she's dr- she's dr- sipping the tea right now. That's, um, that's Sheila E's doing that, not me. But y'all can see that anyway. That's what right. sipping tea sounds like. Yes. All right. I just burst into flames. I don't know what's going on over here. Okay, so listen. Somebody in the kitchen. The kitchen. I'm just thinking cake. about Prince with the lemon cake in the kitchen, and then what's going on? And then I gotta read the book. When is the book coming out? <laughs> Sheila E. Oh, next year. It's coming. Out okay, next year. for sure. Do yeah. you have a no. book deal? Yes, I do. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. Oh, that's so yes. exciting. All right, let me write this down. And my last book is still out. So mm-hmm. with Simon and Schuster, it's called To the Beat of My Own Drum. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's and, a yeah. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. So I um tweeted at you. You you didn't respond. But that's all right. <gasps> you did. No, that's all right because there's a young girl out there who's drumming on like toys, seat cushions. Mm. She's 18 years old and she's beating it up. Like, and I said, Sheila E. Please pass the baton. Get with this young lady. She's amazing. She's on on social media, just drumming mm. on everything, oh, pots no. and pans. Yeah, the girl, you- the late, the girl in the. In- Oh yeah, I saw yours. I responded. Did you? Okay. Yes, I, I said that I did. Okay. The girl who's sitting in the living room on right. the couch with right. us. She's mm. awesome. Yes. I haven't reached out to her yet, but okay. she is awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. I tweeted that whole. Okay. Her whole all right. All right. Yes. Nice. Thank all you. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> I got you. All right. <laughs> to be a woman drummer, you know, uh, which seems to be a heavily male-dominated mm. uh, space. When you came in, it did. It kind of changed the game. Because Shirley came in sexy, she had the, all that, she was killing it, and it inspired so many young people. Do you still get that reverberative effect of you coming in? I know you come from a drumming family, mm-hmm. y'all, some singing, drumming, entertaining <laughs> ass people. Um, but this, you're you're trailblazing. You're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are still responding, which is awesome. Because it it used to be, oh, uh, my. Uh, daughter wants to be like you now it's my mm-hmm. granddaughter wants to be like you and so i have people posting and tweeting their young kids two years old five years old seven just saying this is the next sheila e and i'll respond to them it. and say oh keep up the work or i'll send them a message to say make sure you practice every day like i'll absolutely and i mm-hmm. get a lot of that and and the great thing about my shows is that you're able to bring your family yeah. and they a lot of people bring their family their kids who have never experienced me live before to just come in. Most of the time when I see kids in the audience, there's at least one song I bring them them all Mm. up. So it's an experience. And that's, for me, I think it's important to bring them on stage because that was my first opportunity at five to go on stage with my dad. And that experience of being on stage is just like, oh, my God, I love that, you know. That's Mm. like what I want to do. So I know that it would probably affect them as well the way that it affected me it's like this is so much fun you mm. know is there a uh, kind of workout that you have to do to stay percussed <laughs> <laughs> is, is there something you have how do you how do you because there's a there's a lot that goes into yeah. this is there a workout because you said just practice but there's more than just practicing you you have a gift definitely i have a gift and that's the problem is and i say it's a problem because i tell the young people to practice every mm. day and I never did that. Mm. I don't practice. I've never practiced a day in my life. I've never taken a drum lesson. You it's like the Allen Iverson mm. of percussion. <laughs> yeah, I've no, never taken. <laughs> no, Sorry. no lessons, nothing. It's it's a gift. Mm. And and it all, and it's also growing up in the environment of being around my family, watching my dad practice. He practiced every day, still does once in a while. And just watching him every day just inspired me. So I looked at him like you and I are uh, uh, um right in front of each other and whatever his left hand would do my right hand would do mm. and so I would just mimic him like I'm looking in a mirror so he was set up as a right-handed player and when I would sit down and play I would play but I watched him as a mirror so my left hand was I was playing as a wow. left-handed player on a right-handed so the way that I play is in a mirror image and everything oh I see God. is in a mirror image and I just wanted to mimic him I just loved watching him play every day so in addition to that, is there something that you feel in your spirit? Because oh, I think absolutely. there's something we we talk on. Lorie and I often talk about the drum beat, and which is why music is so powerful. Mm-hmm. That if you can put a drum beat to some lyrics, you can move people both negatively and positively. What are you feeling when 
when you get into your your mode? Uh, it's a spiritual moment, and mm. that's what keeps me going because I felt like the excitement, I feel the excitement, the butterflies, um, nervous, all of that. Every single time I p perform, every time I get ready to step on the stage, that same feeling when I played with my dad at 15 that changed my life, that feeling is still with me spiritually. Mm. It's it's like I'm holding on to that, and I know that if and any, if one day that is not there, then I know I'm not supposed to play anymore. Mm. But I know that I don't think that that's ever going to happen <clears throat> because that feeling is in me. And I didn't know that until I was 15 when I played with my dad. I had sat in with him before, and I played with the local band, but I was an athlete. I was trained to be in the Olympics. I'm a, I'm a sprint runner, track and field, and I played soccer for a women's undefeated team for oh five years God. for the fastest, most goals. Like, I'm an athlete. So mm. I loved sports. I loved competing. I loved competition. <clears throat> but the one show that I played with my dad, it was, he was, they were signed to Clive Davis at the time. They were opening for Stevie and the Temptations. And my dad had 18-piece band, and he couldn't get uh, uh, his other percussion player. So I played. And being in an 18-piece band with everyone playing who's older than you and you're signed to Clive Davis and you're mm. playing with, you know, you've got to go to that level. You've got to rise up or you're going to fail. So it was in a place where it's like I've never experienced this before. My dad asked me to take a solo. I took a solo. <clears throat> it was like an out-of-body experience. Mm. I remember watching myself from above, watching me play with the people around me, and when I opened my eyes, I didn't even realize I was in the room. I had mm. no idea that people were there. Then I heard the sound of the, of the crowd mm. and the roar of the crowd. And then I started shaking and I just felt like, wait, I'm where did I just go? Like, mm. what just happened? I took the solo and I got a standing ovation. Like, it all happened so quickly. Once I opened my eyes, I just didn't realize where I was. That was the most spiritual moment I had ever had musically. And it surpassed anything that I could ever do competitively as an athlete and that I knew then that that was a my purpose that this was mm -hmm. what I was supposed to do and when we got off stage my dad we hugged and we started crying I was like daddy daddy this is what I want to do for the rest of my life oh my god this is it I want to go out on tour and he's like oh you're, no you're 15 no and sure enough two weeks later I went to Bogota Colombia and we went on tour and I never looked back wow. that was the beginning of my career any, oh my God, go ahead, Lorena. No, I'm just, I'm struck still by the story of you mimicking your dad and just yeah. thinking about the science between right brain, left brain, and you exercising and your musical capacity from a left-handed approach on a right-handed setup and just what that does to be able to tap into both sides of the brain in a musical space. And when we talk about the drum and we talk about the beat and we talk about African rhythms and how it is tied to a sense of spirituality for us and how even in the church, music Absolutely. is one of the gateways to, you know, that's why we have praise and worship because that's a Supposed to be the way that we usher in spirit um, and so to be able to have your brain working that way yeah. and being able to engage in that way like that I'm struck by how powerful that is and that's what a true education is and when we talked earlier about educere like pulling out the genius that musical gift is that genius and having that sort of external stimulation to pull that out that's what education looks like oh I love that mm. but that's what it is exactly yeah. that's exactly what it is mm. and it was amazing to me is why when I opened my eyes, I was shaking. I was in a place I had never experienced. Like, where did I just go? Did God just take me to show mm. me what he gave me? I was wow. like, what? Really, it was that deep. Yeah. I, I, it, I'm telling you, I left my body, mm. and I saw me playing. Mm. And when I came back, it's like, 
wait, I'm here. What just happened? I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I have chills. So you never went to school after that? No. Wow. But she had true education. No, no, no. And I'm saying this because I just had lunch. You know, I, I was sharing a story about not going to class um, with people at lunch. And I was like, you know, what I understood was that life was where I was going to learn the things that I needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And this this school thing, if you don't navigate people, because that's what I learned at school, how to navigate people. And once you get that, if unless you're going to become a doctor or something in the mm-hmm. sciences, this life is where you learn. And I don't know about being in Columbia and all these other places, but I'm sure that that gave you an education you could not possibly get mm-hmm. in a classroom. Oh, no, it's true. I mean, and then after, I mean, I did try to go back to school, not to high school, because I, I, you know, my teachers wanted me to go in the 10th grade. It's like, you, you only mm-hmm. have two more years. They kept me there. They were coming to my shows. I was already playing in the clubs. <laughs> I love They're it. like, Here's a ticket on. backstage. <laughs> right. You know, they tried to keep me just like, I said, I can't do it. But later on, I was even able to go because I was born and raised in, in, in the Bay in Oakland, California. The the Bay Area, the teachers, you know, they knew the family. It's like, you know, mm. you can come to college and learn if you want. You don't have your GED. It's okay. We'll just get you in just so you can just learn. So I tried to take piano and some other things, and then I'd go off on tour, and I could never finish. So I still have it on my bucket list to take my GED. Do you? Mm. Yes, I do. Mm. But it's so crazy because I just looked at it recently like, I'm going to have to get a tutor. No joke. Yeah. The questions don't. <laughs> I mean, for real, like, I'm, I'm going to be 62. I looked at these like, what is this? Yeah. And why? <laughs> why do I need to what, know this? Why do I need to know this? Not only that, it doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't even know where to start to find the mm. answers. Like, it's it's insane. Yeah. I should know this already. I don't, I don't understand. So the lemon cake in the kitchen... <laughs> All right, I'll get back to that. All right, tell me, tell me about No Line with Snoop and how that came about. It came about because uh, Snoop and I, uh, we did this television show uh, for the Grammys that's going to air October 18th, I think, um, for the Legends. And we had, um, I was, I ended up being like host or something. I don't know. They, they just said, just start introducing people. We don't have anybody. Okay, fine. So Snoop was there. We did the last song together with George Clinton. Uncle George, and uh, I went to Snoop. I was like, remember we were supposed to do that song a long time ago, and you ended up not doing my song? He goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, okay, I have another he song. Remember. He did no. <laughs> So that, that damn <laughs> No, you know what? He might have remembered. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I said, I have another song. I said, I'm getting ready to put it out, so can you do this one? He goes, no, absolutely, I got you, I got you. Okay. So I gave it to him that night, and the next day he sent it done. Mm. And I was like, that's so dope. You just did that. That's awesome. So then I had already uh, filmed the video in Cancun. And so I said, you know what? Make it easy for you. I'll just come to the studio, and we'll just film you and I together dancing where you do your rap and whole thing, and uh, and I'll just insert it in the video. So he was just so gracious. He's just been gracious, and he's amazing. What a good guy. He's just always been like that. Mm. He's so sweet and generous and amazing talent. Like, his gift is just ridiculous. Like, he just raps about anything. So after after we filmed that, uh, a week and a half, no, two weeks ago or so, um, I told him, I said, I'm going to bring the whole band. So I brought my whole band to a studio. I said, we're just going to jam. So he bought DJ Battle Cat in there, too. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm. We started jamming, and we jammed for about an hour. We wrote it nonstop. We never stopped. We mm. just went from one groove to another. We were making up stuff, and us girls, like, instead of me playing timbales, I went in the one of the booths where the girls were singing, 
and we were grabbing tissue boxes. I had a box that would sound like hand claps. We were playing bottles and just anything that we picked up just mm. to make sound. And we actually wrote, it seems like about eight songs I, I think we did wow. in an hour. Like we don't even, it just went from one subject Where's to another. Where's this gonna be heard? I don't, we, we're gonna start finishing it's, these songs. Don't put it out mm. with the book, Sheila. We gotta. <laughs> no, it's a separate thing. Wait it's a, a separate year thing. for it. It's All a right. separate thing. Um, I have to ask this question because you were with Snoop, um, and I think it's legal in California. Do you um, partake in the cannabis? No, I don't. Plant? Ever? No, no, I do not like not? the smell. I don't mm. like. I did it one time when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and I thought somebody was going to kill me. They're following me. I don't think. Oh no, I was so scared. <laughs> uh uh-uh. I don't like that feeling, and I don't like being when I'm not in control. Mm. I need to be okay with. I know, so I don't. Nope, don't like it. Never did. Mm. best advice you can give somebody as they move into different phases of their their lives, something that you carry with you that keeps you grounded? Thanking God every day as soon as I wake Mm. up, pray. As soon as I go to bed, pray. In between, I got to pray. Because it is, if I didn't have Jesus for real, I'd be a hot mess. Mm. Um, When I gave my heart to him, it changed my life, and I realized what was important. And I am not in control. He is, but at least when I I can speak to him like I'm talking to you, like it's a personal relationship with Christ. And if I have a bad day and it's like, God, just help me to get through this today. Or, you know, what advice, just use me as a vessel. I'm a servant. I just want to do good. And, and I want to be a blessing to someone. That's the only job. I've never had a job in my life, and not a nine-to-five or anything. My mm-hmm. only job now and has been is to bless just one person a day. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. That is my job. And I'm so happy to be that person to, to have a job like that. Was there a moment? I always call that a Paul to Damascus moment <clears throat> for mm-hmm. you that something just clicked. Yeah, um, a couple of times, but it it always had to do with physically if my body went down and shut down. So the first time was my lung collapsed, and it ended up collapsing because it was really acupuncture. This guy went and punctured my lung. My left lung was was so crazy. Note to self. I know. Just be careful. And he punctured my lung, and I didn't even know, and I was mastering my last, that record at the time. Didn't even know. So I thought I was going to die. You know, Mm. your lung collapsed. Second thing was my back went out after... Uh, the Love Sexy Tour, and it was for me playing in heels for so long and playing mm-hmm. in heels, it shortened my calf muscle. I turned, so I was partially paralyzed for two weeks, and it took like four doctors and four months to get me to walk one solid block. So I had to learn how to walk all over again without, because the first they wanted to do surgery, and I was like, no, that ain't it. That time was like, okay, God, you're showing me mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the new album's out. We won't learn about the lemon cake until <laughs> next year. With the new book. We have now a title. I want some. I so, do want some yeah. lemon cake too. <laughs> Del Frisco's has a nice lemon cake maybe oh, after the show. Nice. You can come with us, Sheila Okay, e, I want to go. Yeah, <laughs> stick around. We'll get you some lemon cake from okay. matter of fact, Donna could get Sheila E some lemon cake <laughs> before we leave here. So the new album do we call them albums no, anymore? It's a what single. Is it? Single? Mm. Just a single. Just a single. No line. There's another single coming out. Lemon cake. There's one called Bailar. Yeah, I have uh-huh. I have about. Are you five rolling or six them out? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I see. And can we? Where can we? We can just go on on Apple and just download. You'll get yep everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. So let's support. How is the best way for us to support you? SheilaE.com or Sheila E Drummer on all social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we follow. We Sheila download. E Thank you. <clears throat> million downloads. Mm-hmm. More money. Are you? Do you have ownership? Yes, ma'am. I know right. that too. Masters. Right. 
That's it. I own my masters. Amen. All of them? Mm. Even yes. back to glamorous? No, I'm trying to get those. All right. Yeah. So we won't play that. We're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> play the new stuff. We play all the new stuff. We're not playing. We're going to play Glamorous Life, but you don't own that. So we're going to keep playing the No Line. No Line. With Snoop Dogg. Yes, we're going to play that Snoop. on the way out. I appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm.